Nye podcast to Barrago. This podcast is on country. Nye gatang goba nye awabakal barai nye warmai barai nye wanyimbu wanyimbu. This is gatang barai land. Nye awabako barai awabako country nye warmai barai warmai country nye wanyimbu wanyimbu. Always and always. Hi and welcome to this week's episode of Knights HQ Podcast brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineering, trades and construction. I'm Jay Nelson, unfortunately my Conrad, my man, my sidekick, actually no he's not the sidekick, I'm the sidekick, look it's the off season, Matt's gone away, it's just me here today and today we're going to look back at this year's Knights HQ Best Of. We're going to do a bit of a wrap-up of the NRL season with some of our favourite moments. And then after this, we're going to get into another round of podcasts with our NRLW stars going into their final series. So relax, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the best moments from this year at Knights HQ Podcast. Can I, can I ask a question? So you debuted at the Raiders. What's it like... And you've only ever played for the Knights since. What's it like when you go back to GIA? Is it a weird sort of feeling or is it the Knights always feel like home? Um, Knights do feel like home. Yep. But there, there is a uh, a weird feeling. Like, um, with a bit of nostalgic sort yeah, of vibe. Yeah, yeah. like because Canberra, if I didn't go to Canberra, who knows, I probably wouldn't be playing NRL. Yeah, um, yeah. And a lot of people down there did, did sacrifice a lot. Um, for me and did really like help me along the way i mean the my first um transition into pre-season wasn't an easy one for me i was mm. unfit um i wasn't a strong kid like in terms in the gym um i was homesick i yeah. was battling with a little bit of depression and um you know some blokes really helped me get through those times and i had one of my best years in uh, rugby league sort of off the back of that and um was fortunate enough to debut um so yeah canberra will always hold a special place in my heart and it does feel weird going back there but it does help a lot of them blokes that i did play with have moved on yeah there's still a few there like um, papa jackie white and um, i know jared croker's injured but he was there when you yeah yeah. jordan rapana and elliot whitehead uh and they're all you know especially jack uh white and um are all really good mates of mine um I i lived with jack for a year and um might have been a bit longer and, you know, he was sort of one of them guys that helped drag me out of those situations. I had a very similar transition into grade. I come in and I wasn't that fit. I was going well at 20s and stuff, but I wasn't that fit. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I was very, very poor. Um, in fitness-wise, I wasn't strong and I wasn't that skillful. And because I wasn't fit, my skill would go out the window pretty quick. Anyway, a couple of weeks into the preseason, and I was probably trying to be someone I wasn't kind of thing. Yeah. And it was actually Barney who pulled me aside one day and gave me a really nice chat. And it sort of stuck with me for for a while, and it just sort of changed my whole mindset on what I had to do. Yeah. And yeah, it's really I think that shows real good qualities of a leader. Yeah. In Barnes, uh, without trying to pump your tires up too much, mate, because I know you don't like talking about that, but yeah. Uh, you always like seeing your fellow Group Three boys. Yeah. Group Three till we die, mate. That was the question I had for you, mate. Like you, and this is why the the region loves you, and why the fan base loves you. You love a ripping. Mm. You'll, you know, we're ripping, <laughs> we're doing it. And every game you put in that effort and you're our enforcer. Mentally, before you play every game, like you know that 
it, you're going to be doing the tough stuff for, for most of the game. Mm. Is, is there something that you have to do to get you in the mindset to do that consistently every single game to get yourself, you know, physically ready as well to be able to, you know, do that for the team? Yeah, um, people laugh about my pregame. Your prep, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just my, thinking about that. Uh, I'm not the person people <laughs> think I am okay, yeah. uh, before a game. Like, being aggressive and... Like, I love the physicality of the game. Yeah. I love the contact. Um, I've never shied away from that. But it does come naturally to me yeah. um, without – I don't know if that sounds a bit weird or not. No, but no, like no. Well, when I came to the club, I was like, obviously, you've watched you play footy. Yeah. And when you're out there, it's, you know, full on. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder what this guy's going to be like. like you know, And then yeah, yeah. you turned out to be the nicest guy in the world. And I was like, okay, that's, you must <laughs> yeah. flick a switch or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, no, like, it is literally just a switch. Uh, it's yeah. how I've played me – my rugby league my whole life um and i've actually had to tone it back a lot i was very aggressive i yeah. you know you think i'll get penalties away now and get suspended like it used to be 10 times worse yeah um I, I, and i still something to work on every day to clean up but and it was funny because that was back at group three where you could get away with 10 yeah, times worse. Yeah, stuff, so. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I used to do some shock at that i'd have some parents yells yeah hey, send him off and all that sort of stuff <laughs> they were ripping me you know but um in terms of back to your point before the yeah. game mate I joke around. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm real relaxed, and um, you know, if I have to listen to music, it's Backstreet Boys yeah, I, I, and stuff like that. <laughs> so the very first time no. I ever shared the field with Barn was in a trial match with us the Dragons out at Maitland. Yeah. I remember he was singing Nine to Five by Dolly Parton <laughs> and had his earphones in. And this is like 15 minutes before warm up. And here I am. That is very first, intimidating. First NRL trial, I was wigging out, and Barney's just yeah, it's <laughs> grooving to Nine yeah. to Five. Oh yeah, because if I like pump myself up and um do all of that like certain blokes have to do that i understand because it doesn't come as natural to them but for me i play the game in my head 40 times and i go out there and run around like with a chookie's head cut off yeah and i'm no good for anyone and um that's been my sort of one of my biggest sort of weaknesses is sort of pump myself up too much so now as i've gotten older i've just learned to just relax and play the game when you first come to the knights barns from raiders there's actually there was actually there was a chance that you weren't going to come to the Knights because there was a whole big contract distribution, like a distribute, I guess you could say. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so I, um, before I debuted for the Raiders, jeez, um, was that back in 20... I had it here somewhere, 15, mate. Uh, 2015, 2015, yeah. So the end of that season, sorry, before I debuted, I'd uh, re-signed and um, I thought it was all done, whatever, and then um, I got a call... It, um, what, it was in the off-season saying that um, my contract hadn't, hadn't been registered. And, um, yeah, and I was pretty homesick in that at the time and um, was sort of looking to uh, – I thought, well, I, I was just I, sort of a bit young and immature, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably right. And just thought, you know, I'd take a sort of an easier option and getting out type thing. And, um, and then Cameron ended up – finding my contract um that hadn't been registered and it registered it and um i had to honor it and um which is you know i did and i went down there to my credit or I, I still i ripped in um mm. you know and i trained my hardest and got myself ready for the season and um yeah and then the season rolled around and sticky was off me at this stage which i don't like sticky nah, <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't blame him either yeah. like um you know, you, this my side and his side of the story, and um, mate, his credit. He rang me up and said he doesn't know what happened with it, mate. Like, you know, I still you're stealing my plans and that, and I still went against it. So, yeah. Um, and then 
I um went down there. And I was I think it was like eighteenth man for like literally ten weeks in a row. I was playing half a game of Reggie's and then yeah. you know warming up. And, and this then, was back in the day when eighteenth man was no chance of playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't sit on the bench with a bib back then. You know, they just warm up and then have yeah, a shower, have mate. A shower. Yeah, have yeah. a shower, put your polo on. Yeah. So and then um that happened and then I thought I was finally going to get me chance here. There was a heap of injuries. You know, he's got no choice but to play me. And um, he brought a guy down from Mounties at New South Wales Cup and brought, played him over top of me. And I thought, oh, God, like, yeah. this is how my career yeah. is going to finish. And um, then, yeah, to stick his credit, we had a good chat. Um, he gave me a good little roasting and um, I copped it. And we, we moved on. He, he was a man and he just, yeah, gave me permission to go. And, um, mm. yeah, I, I met with a few clubs and, um, you know, Brownie and was here at the time and him and Sticky were good mates and um, it worked out that I'd come back home. Yeah, yeah. So. was there any other like why Newcastle? You, you met with a couple of clubs. What, yeah. what did Newcastle attract you? Uh, obviously, just being close to home, Crooks. Like, yeah. and I'm an hour and a half from home. At the yeah. time, I needed that a lot. Uh, my mum's massive in my life. Like, I'm the biggest mum's boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate. I like I had her driving down to Canberra, and like I was yeah, literally. Wow. Friday after, so I was finishing training and driving home, come back Sunday night. Like, yeah. that's how bad I yeah. was. Yeah. And um, all my mates I went to school with, they're here too. So, probably not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, it all it all would have happened pretty quick, right? Because you've gone... Were you still in school when you debuted? Because you debuted at 17. Yeah, I was in college still. Yeah. So, funnily enough, my last exam of college, like I was done with school and everything. Yeah. yeah. I was the day I debuted. Yeah, so you oh, did wow. the exam and then went and <laughs> played the exam in the morning. Went and played for one of the greatest <laughs> rugby league clubs. Of, yeah, so went straight down to the training because we played away. Yeah, straight down to the training facility, got the bus down. No way. Uh, all my like gears packed in the bag in the morning. And then were you waiting for like the minimum amount of time you need to do the exam to click over <laughs> so you could get out of there? I mean, I couldn't really get it off my yeah because I knew I was playing. <laughs> yeah, but just because it was my last exam, I kind of yeah. yeah. And did all crazy. and did all your mates who you at college? Did they know you were debuting? Um. Yeah, they did, yeah. So how how did you get did you get a phone call during the week or what was the go? Um yeah, I think it was just during the week. Like I'd, I had a full week preparing for it, which was good. Like yeah. it wasn't just a last minute thing. Um so yeah, I had the full week to prepare. Dude, how'd you, family knew. How'd you you concentrate on that exam? Surely. You all you thinking about is footy yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah, 100%. But I get the relief when I was walking out there. You know when you're like, you're debuting, so you're already really excited and you finish your last exam? Like, yeah. I was on such a high that day, like the whole day. So yeah, yeah, really yeah. Crazy. yeah. Um, and for our listeners, college is high school, right? The equivalent of high school in England? Well, it's a bit different over there. Okay. So you finish high school in year 11. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you can kind of do what you want. You can get an apprenticeship. You can start working or you can go to college, which is kind of sets you up for university. So not yeah. everyone goes to college. Yeah. But obviously, because my parents were kind of pushing me down that education route, um, I went to college, so it's kind of like two years of college. You choose three subjects, and then that gets you into university, essentially. Okay, so it's sort of like a stepping stone between Pretty high school and stone. university. So if you want to get into the top universities, you have to go to like a college. You have to get good grades at college. So gotcha. What were you doing at college? I did business, psychology, and yeah. Yeah, because he's quite, and some people might not know this, you're actually quite brainy, as long, along with your brother, who you just said had just finished a law degree, was it? Yeah, he's just graduated Master of Law. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And so so you were studying business, is that something you want to do after footy? Yeah, I've always had a little bit of an interest in business, to be honest. I feel like I've always had kind of a little business head. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's always interested me, so. 
I think oh, it's cool. something I could definitely go into. So, so it wouldn't have been a very long. Sorry, Craig. No, it right, it would, right. wouldn't have been a very long period of time between when you decide because you're saying you've played all these different sports, and being over there in England, obviously um, football or soccer would be obviously the main thing. Yeah. So rugby league's probably not, you know, maybe what sport four or five down the list or something like that for yeah, people yeah. to play. If you debut at 17 and you're playing all this stuff as a young fella, you probably made up your mind I'm going to be a rugby league player. And then two or three years later, you, you're debuting in first grade. Like yeah. that, That's crazy, I man. I would have been about 13 or 14 when I kind of chose to stick with rugby because I remember um, football and rugby ended up clashing yeah. on the weekends. They ended up, the games were on the same day. Yeah. Yep. So I was always going to choose rugby, but yeah, I had to kind of make a decision. But I think just because everyone back home wants to, put, wants to be a football player yeah it's kind of harder to and i was i was better at rugby so yeah in your debut do you remember much about the game itself yeah i mean i just remember it it just felt so surreal yeah. everything just felt so weird like um it was pretty special obviously having my family at the game and stuff but just walking out you know what the crowds are like over there yeah i couldn't i couldn't find much on it mate so tell us who'd you verse um, played st helens oh. which were the league leaders at the time yeah so like obviously i knew it was going to be a tough game but yeah, like just walking out, hearing the fans singing, going crazy, um, my family there. Um, yeah, it was kind of like a, a movie, to be honest, looking yeah, back at very it. very cool. <laughs> yeah, did you win the game? Nah, we didn't. We, we <laughs> probably, yeah, we, we lost pretty bad, I think. But um, I actually thought I went all right in the game, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I was happy with how I played, kind of yeah, thing, for good, a 17 year old. Yeah. And because you only played two games for Huddersfield, was your next yeah. game the year after? Yeah, my next game was the year after. Um, against St. Helens again. Again. So you've yeah. versed them twice. So you've, yeah, you've only ever versed St. Yeah. Helens in the Super League. Funny, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so how come, do you know the reason why you didn't get as many games the next year? Um, uh, or was it just, they were just people in front of you? Um, I don't want to go too deep into it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. 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 Um, and when you're out there, you know, are you just, are you taking little mental snapshots of it? Like you said, you remember a lot of it. And for something like that, you know, like people say that same sort of thing for like big life events. Yeah. You don't take the time to, you know, smell the flowers as it yeah, were. You can't yeah, you can't West reference there, yep. um, croaks. And, you know, you blink and it's done. Uh, did you give yourself time to really bring it in and, and really sort of, you um, know, take it all in? Yeah, I don't know if I ever like kind of took a step back and reflected on it, to be honest, just because I was so young at the time. Um, you just yeah, going off instinct, I yeah. I can't, it kind yeah. of all happened so fast and stuff, but um, yeah, yeah. I've got so many like photos and videos from that from that day. That I always look back on and always um, you know, it makes me pretty proud that I, that I did that. But yeah, when when was the first moment that you started getting recruited by the um, NRL? So I was, I think I was about fifteen, sixteen when I first started. When I first got a message from an NRL team. From an NRL team? Yeah. Can I ask what it was? The Storm. The Storm. Yeah. Right. So I think I played in the England under-16 game against France. And then, yeah, I got like a, a message out of the blue about it. And they were just kind of intrigued. So. You never really showed any interest down that path? or um, Nah, it was definitely like a big possibility. Um, I remember I was meant to go over there. Um, like going to the preseason kind of camp thing. Yep. Um, but then I ended up getting injured, having surgery, so that kind of put that off. And then uh, after that, I kind of just felt like I needed another year of 
under my belt, just playing back home, just being in front of my family, being comfortable kind of thing. Because there was a point there where I was maybe going to go early. Yep. But, um, yeah, I just felt like I needed that extra year of maturity. And then after after that year, then that's when I kind of got a few more. So without that injury, there was a high chance that you would have been doing pre-season with the Storm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's crazy, man. It's a crazy thing to yeah, think yeah, about. Yeah, 100%. Um, Okay, well, now we'll fast forward to when, because it was, was it Alex that got you over here? Alex McKinnon? Yeah, Alex. So he was the main reason of you coming over to the Knights. Yeah. So um, I played in the Origin equivalent game kind of thing over there. And I think he's obviously seen that and um, liked what he saw, I guess. And then that's how we first kind of started getting in contact. But it's, it's interesting because I didn't really have an agent or anything at the time. Yeah. So when these clubs are kind of reaching out, you're just getting like a message of social media or like a text message. And yeah, like, how right. These, yeah, like, wow. yeah, right. How, how have they got my number? Like, yeah. how, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's pretty interesting, like, weird how it all happens. Like, you think when you're younger, you don't really think about that kind of thing. Like, how would it even come about? Yeah, exactly right. And then when you just get a random message, you're like, yeah, it's just pretty crazy. But Yeah, it sort of feels like it's a bit too, yeah. too true, like, too yeah. good to be true. Yeah. yeah. So when you get the message from Alex, like, how does it get from just a message to having a discussion yeah, yeah. about it, to getting to the point that you're going to move yeah. cross well, country to, to be here. Yeah. Well, he's obviously like, you know, he wants to discuss things and me being me, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to talk. Yeah. My dad was pretty good with that. Um, yeah. You know, he's real switched on. He was, he was massive for me in the start. Um, um, negotiating everything, kind of just like be my agent, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. He always... Um, well, at least you know, know about he's it too. Wants got a little cut of um, <laughs> yeah. old deals. I was say, at least you know he's got he's got your yeah. best interest at heart so too. Yeah, he was he was pretty good for me. He kind of spoke, um, represented me, so that's how it kind of developed. Yep. And then when when you finally decided to make this move, what's it like when like we? By the time this is out, that people will know that Tex Hoyer's gone to Hull, Hull now, and yep. it's a massive move to move yourself halfway across the world. Yep. For for a dream and a goal that you know ultimately could crumble but you've made the most of it what's it like when you finally make that decision and you go yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go overseas yeah. um i think the decision in itself is kind of easy to make because you still sat at home yeah you, you, you still i think it doesn't truly sink in until yeah. you realize i'm actually leaving the country i'm going to the other side of the world in a couple of weeks mm. saying bye to the friends and family and like not like in that moment that texas probably now it's not gonna feel real do you know what i mean like you're still yeah. with us or whatever so I think that moment where it really sunk in, where I was really actually leaving, that's when it kind of hit home, and that's when it was kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm probably one of the best decisions I've made. So yeah. Did it? Does it still get difficult now, or you are you think you're almost completely settled? Um, in? it gets difficult. Um, obviously I miss my family and stuff, but I think it gets easier with time. Yeah. Um, obviously I'm speaking to them all the time. Um. They're actually coming out in a couple of weeks. Are they really? They're coming out in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, so when was the last time you seen them? Christmas. So I went home for Christmas. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It wasn't too long, but yeah, they're actually coming out for the first time, which will be pretty exciting. Have awesome. they ever been to Australia? Never. Never for never a holiday been, or nothing. Been, uh, and so they're, they're coming in for spring and summer. So yeah. yeah. So the whole good. the whole crew's <laughs> coming. Mum, dad, and your brother. Now, nah, unfortunately, my brother can't make it. Yep. But yeah, mum and dad are going to come over. So that's great. Very fun. Mate, that'll be exciting. When you first come here. Is it true that you lived with Alex? Yeah, I lived with Alex for a good few months in out the back of his place. Yeah, in in a little granny flat yeah, or something. He wasn't took it? me under his wing. Yeah, it was in a little granny flat. Yeah. So I guess you owe a lot of your career to. Hundred percent. Yeah, he looked after me. Like, you know, what I mean, yeah, I owe him a lot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Definitely. What was it like when you when you were living with Alex? Did you ever sort of 
dive into his footy career at all? Um, no, nah, probably not really. I mean, he definitely gave me a little bit of advice and kind of tipped me up on a few things. But yeah, I've not spoke to him too much about his career, but he was definitely really helpful. Like I couldn't really bust anything more from him, to be honest. So when you come out from England and like, obviously, you know, you're probably dealing with a lot of things like homesickness and things like yeah. that, missing your friends, your mates. Does that make, I guess, are you more motivated to crack first grade and, and reach your goals because you've gone this far to get it to this point? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that was the main thing that I kind of needed as well. Like my main reasoning for kind of coming here was just pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And I knew that I'd get the best out of me as a person. I feel like back home I was probably too comfortable yeah. where I was at and I, d I didn't know whether I was... I knew I had like potential or whatever, but I just w I really wanted to reach it and get where I knew I knew I could be. I didn't know if I could achieve that how I wanted to back home. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the main reasons. But I, I guess like when I first kind of got into the preseason, I don't have my friends or family. I don't have like loads of things to be doing. It does it does help you just like focus on what you want to reach. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. And without that safety net, yeah, you can't really take no as an option. Really, yeah. it's it's sink or swim type yeah, stuff. 100%. Like I'm not having anyone in my ear like telling me what I want to hear do you know what I mean I'm just, yeah. I'm just facing it head on kind of thing yeah 2016 it was up at Suncourt wasn't it yeah. yeah yeah I watched the highlights last night while I was doing a bit of was this the game remember though everyone was calling for Cameron Smith's head and they were saying no he doesn't run he just passes and rah rah and then he goes right I'm going to run more yeah. and then he comes out there and branges he just started running I and do. was that the game I don't know if that was the game but I do remember that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the dumbest thing because when I was watching the highlights yeah when I was watching the yeah. highlights he was just scooting out making like 40 minutes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and that's it poke the bear that's yeah. the way yeah I don't know if it was yeah that game but um yeah we end up i think queensland had won the first game and then we went up there to um try and level the series but yeah end up losing up there but mate it was it was awesome yeah. oh my god i got put in last minute because um wade graham was meant to, meant to be playing yeah and then he ended up getting um suspended for high tackling um jonathan thurston on on the sunday yeah right so i ended up getting called in late because um, yeah, judiciary judiciary is always on a Tuesday. Yeah. So I waited for the judiciary hearing, and then I ended up getting pulled in on the Wednesday. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh shit, I hadn't made it, and then yeah, yeah. So you only had about a week's yeah 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 week's week preparation, just yeah. pulled in pulled in late. So I'd already been a part of the squad as 18th man like the previous year and things like that, but um, it was kind of a, a buzz to be able to be chucked in late and then. 2016 was Laurie the coach at the time? Yeah. 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 So was he the one that gave you the phone call on that Wednesday or was it Tuesday night you got it? Yeah, I think it was a Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah, straight after his hearing. So, yeah, Wade was meant to make his debut. So it was sort of like, oh, I, was like oh, I felt for him because he was just about to get his debut and then I ended up getting my debut and yeah. we crossed paths at, like we played together, but we crossed paths at the airport and I'm like, mate, sorry. Uh, like, uh, but end up working out. I think he ended up debut in game three. And yeah, was, right. So we ended right. up getting, well, that's, getting to play together. I'm going to add in, that was one of my, that 2016 series was when I became a fan of Tyson Frizzell, actually. So the second game, I was like, oh, you know, that guy's pretty good. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. But the dead rubber, yeah. I thought, was when you really stood up. I think you scored, you scored again in game three, correct? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think he scored the first try. Yeah, and I remember that try, man. Yeah. I was at the Prince of Wales Merriweather <laughs> with the boys watching it. You know, you watch it anyway, you know it's over, yeah, but yeah. you're watching it anyway. We won that game. Yeah. Mate, you played outstanding that game. <laughs> and for a dead rubber, like you know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, obviously with Origin, 
there's a certain level of play that you got to sort yeah. of the standards there. Mm. But you could tell that it meant something to you to win that last game. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, mate, that bloke, he's made for origin and he's he's good to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As soon as I got given that um, opportunity to wear the jersey, I just never wanted to yeah. you know, let it go. Like every game I played, I wanted to play uh, as it was my last. And um, you yeah, speak about dead brother, but if you're a part of origin, there's yeah. no such thing. Yeah, well, and like, that's like that's what I mean. Like some when you see that, when you see someone like that, you know, especially being New South Welshman, like we won in 2014, like you said, Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mate, it was a dominant Queensland era, oh. and having that, you know, being a fan, you just, oh man, they've won again, they've won again. So seeing you do that in the third game, it's like, well, at least we're the people that are in there are having a crack, and we're on, you know, we, we're going to get there eventually. So no, it was it was real good. Yeah, as much as we we lost that series, um, that's probably one of the most memorable games because I think we end up score, Jennings end up scoring yeah. in the last yeah. minute. Yeah, like and but it kind of felt like we'd won the series. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, everyone always remembers like Jennings that, scoring. Do you remember? Was he? Is that when he jumped yeah. over the pack? But and the missed? play before Teddy went like eighty meters yeah. and. Cooper Conf just tackled him before yeah. the try line. Yeah. And then they went like shift, shift. Jennings picks it up. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, he scores. That's right. And he starts celebrating and you boys yeah, in and yeah, out of the right. back. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's standing there by himself. And then like Jimmy Maloney comes in, pushes <laughs> someone in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he starts chasing him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it... Uh, uh. Corey Parker. Corey Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, Corey Parker. Yeah. yeah. And and then, like, Big Clem was in there. Yeah, they just like, go to the Eagle Cam and yeah. then just see Jimmy Lane push him and start. <laughs> yeah, start back. It starts chasing him, yeah. And, and if you look, Michael Jennings is on the sideline sort of. Yeah, yeah. Going, come on, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're celebrating <laughs> the wrong person. And then there's a little huddle somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, like, slams the ball yeah, down, yeah. pumps himself up, and then kind of looks around. No, and one's, like, no one's around him. <laughs> now... Croaks, just before, you did say we want to talk about some hobbies outside yeah, the footy the, field. Yeah, I shot the gun early. Look, I went a bit early. Good. It's all good, but we do need sponsors. Sorry, we do that sometimes. Yeah, and I get it, I get excited. If you'd like to sponsor the show, jump in. Yeah. Jimmy. Feel free, man. Just what, <laughs> what's your email? Get in touch with him. Don't be shy. <laughs> even even DM me if you want to. <laughs> and I'll, I'll pass you on. I might forget to pass it on, but look, you can DM yeah, me. Anyone, anyone that's yeah. listening, if you want to jump in and sponsor the podcast, just, just uh, Callan underscore underscore Ponga. See how he does that little Anyway so you got There's two things that you guys kind of share As an off field hobby One's photography, two's golf Let's talk about photography And Tex and I have been talking a little bit about it Because that's something that's also an opportunity For you over in Europe Yeah, for sure. Lots of that's opportunity right. to get the camera out And, and already, do some stuff They've already bought a new one Nice, um, love that. Just I'm on a big table man There's some big photographers here man Oh, look. JJ I does his work know. behind the camera. Taxi's JJ's really good. Nice. You don't mind getting a photo KP? taken? No, I hate getting my photo yeah. taken. No, don't <laughs> like it. Don't lie, brother. Yeah. Hey. Who's the best photographer here? Well, Jay. Jay? No, look, Jay. I, I, What's the order go? Jay. Tex. Tex. KP. You haven't really done too much. No, nah, I've sort of. You should have dropped, dropped it the brakes after a COVID, bit. eh? Yeah. Well, well, before COVID, I was heavy on it, and then now. Not really. Before COVID, we're going out for some yeah. shoots and that. We were on, but I feel like. Like, to be a good photographer has got nothing to do with, like, knowing the equipment. Yeah. I feel facts. like you've got an eye for it and you can see yeah. things. And mm. both of those guys have it. So, you know. Then um, you got to learn how to use the camera yeah, from but there on. I, I feel like but people can learn the technical aspects of it, but that like doesn't actually make you a good photographer. You can use your phone. Like, I like beautiful things. Grouse, but exactly right. You can't really frame a photo. It's not going to look as good. So. Exactly right. So don't yeah. sell yourself short, boys. So, yeah, Europe. Photography, what are you feeling? What are you going to do? What are you going to get up to? Um, landscape. 
Make a drone over there. More video than photo? Yeah. What are you feeling? I don't know. I was, you know, I've spoken to you about getting a little handheld yeah. video camera. Little vlog camera. Just, uh, you know, just film some things. It's easy to YouTube around. channel? Nah, no YouTube channel. Come on. No. Do it, bro. Let's start vlogging. Yeah. I don't know. Are you going to buy a vlog camera? Yeah, well, as well yeah, starts we'll, going. We'll see what happens when I get over there. But um, yeah, you know, try to find some places to take some photos up. Yep. See, there's explore. Easy, a lot of, yeah, a lot of travel a lot you can do explore. over there. Yeah. Know, and the France. Well, the thing is, you don't you don't know any of the spots there. Nah. It's all new here. Yeah. You know everywhere that mm. looks half decent already because yeah. you've so been I there. Bought, I bought a new camera, just a bit smaller. It's portable, where I can just fit my pocket. Yeah, you know, if I go out to the cafe and that, just walk down, put it in my pocket, see something I like, you know, flip it out and Gun. take a photo of it. Right, what I reckon you should vlog it. That's I'd fun. watch it. I you watch, watch it? Yeah, maybe maybe little reels on Instagram. I'd watch the hell out of that vlog, man. I really would. Mm. Really would. And speaking of YouTube. Like and subscribe. Oh, yeah, because we're on there now. We're on YouTube now. Say, boys, like and subscribe like to the camera. Subscribe. Go. Just Maybe wherever you watch it, man. Spotify, Apple Music, just wherever you watch it. All right, boys. <laughs> let's let's like so photos, so we ranked who was the best photographers, right? Yeah. Photographers, I should say. Now let's let now let's rank who's the best golfers. <laughs> now, uh, this has to come from the bloke who's number one, which is Punchy KP. Yeah, it goes me, one. Daylight, and then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Light years. Yeah. Jimmy nah. can play too. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy can play. He would be number two. Yeah, I reckon Jimmy's two. Then Daylight. And then me and Tex, uh, <laughs> we're fighting for the spoon. Yeah, big fella. fighting for fourth. So the big fella's probably middle. third. Yeah. Nah. Well, I don't know who who would be out of used to. Out of you two. I don't know. We both have moments. I mean, so yeah. Jay had, you know. You know It'd be interesting to go. Hole, hole. Yeah. I think me and Texie were, were going, going back, back and forth, forth a little bit. For sure. Except my tee shot the other day was one of the great slices because... Slices of... <laughs> caramel slices. One of the great caramel slices. Oh, dude. I hit, this, I hit this ball and everything went slow-mo because it was going straight for this bloke's house. Oh, and it's all glass. He's got glass balustrades. Oh, that was glass. stressful. Yeah, and Garage I'm just looking at the doors. I'm just going, mate. Oh, I'm in for a window down. here. <laughs> anyway, this is no word of a lie. This bloke... It must happen a lot because yeah. it's like you got the tee and there's like a pathway, then a road, and then his house. Yeah. Yeah, super yeah, close. Yeah, You've got to right. shank it to get over there, yeah, which, you, you which did yeah, happen. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he's got a – what was it, like um, a cover? Yeah, like cover. A, it was like a, like uh, a mattress like cover a looking thing. screen looking thing over, over his yeah. garage door. Yeah. And I hit that. Right. <laughs> it was so stressful. Was like, it was yeah. so stressful. So like, thank God he bought that, but it obviously happens a lot because why would you buy that? Back yeah, when sure. I wasn't great, I was playing at Meriwether one day. Yeah. got a big driver. Sliced it into, a, uh, into the sort of houses. Yeah. And a lady drove up and I smashed her windscreen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. I swear to God, I've been close. I've been swear close. to God, it was bad. Was she driving the car with the smash windscreen? No, no, no. This was must have been sitting out the front of her place. You're and then Oh yeah, like she drove up. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, must have been one of you. Picked on UA because she knew what there was. Like I think it's the seventeenth. Is right. There's houses all along the right at yep. Merriweather. Yep. And I used to have the slice of doom. One of the great slices, and it went over there. And um, yeah, she oh, was yeah. waiting uh, at the top of the club for me. <laughs> so I finished the 18, good round of golf, boys, you know, shaking hands. Wasn't a good round, but anyway, <laughs> shaking hands. Go, oh, good on you, boys. What a day, you know, lovely walk out there. And she's standing there, steam blowing out of here. Oh, here we go. And the boys knew it was me too. They just bolted to the car. Oh, man. I said, nah, it must have been the crew behind us. And just kept walking. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, golf, it, was, uh, it was a great tee shot. But that same hole, KP hit one of the best shots I've or seen. Greatest chip ins. That oh, was he crazy. Chip in, did you? I chipped in, bro. It was pretty hectic. He I haven't done that in a while. Smoked his chip. Yeah, over the back it. of the green. And then went up and then 
Just set chipped up, it in. chipped it, and it was going for all money off the ground. Back myself, like okay, I said. How many yeah. holes do you reckon you're playing a week? Well, you've got a turtleneck and a vest on right now. <coughs> so how many holes do you reckon? <laughs> like, oh, okay, um, probably. I try to play two rounds a week. I try. Yeah, but so about I'm pretty focused. So about thirty. I'm pretty focused on footy. So are you adding range time in that as well? No. Yeah, so you're playing about 36 holes a week. Yeah, um, I love it. I've, it's uh, it's addictive at the moment. I've got the bug for sure. I lost it for about 10 years. Is it uh, the lowest your ha- – what's your handicap at the moment? Yeah, which six, 6.5. Six. Wow. So I'm six after wow. one hole. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we call Tex the snowman back at training because he's got heaps of eights and they look like snowmen. School cars just straight. Yeah. 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 Well, we so. finished the first hole on Saturday and I was like, if you don't triple bogey the first hole – I don't even want to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a warm-up every day of the week. I lost my ball. But, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's so a way six, of life. So six, man. It's a way of life at the moment. Favourite golfer. You reckon you can get it to scratch? Yeah. yeah oh, that's the goal. I, I reckon it'll still take like a year a year from now yeah. to get to scratch. But I, I'm I'm committed. I'm dedicated what, to What's the been course. your best? Have you been to scratch before? No. This is my best handicap now. Yeah. Even when I was a kid. Um, you're gun back on your kid. Yeah, when I was like twelve, you win some tournaments. I was off like nine, ten. So that's yeah. good for twelve year old. And I just gave it up. Yeah. When, you, when you're like twelve, do you play shorter distances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you still play the same, but I just hit shorter. So I'd go like driver, three wood, eight oh, iron, right. To, yeah. On a part and five. you're still oh true yeah but you know how like some sometimes Sharp. like sharper you know how sometimes Tiger plays with his young fella Charlie mm. and Charlie's tees way ahead. Would you do that in a golf tournament oh, when you were like no, twelve I years don't old? Think so. True. He's a gun though. Isn't he good? He's got the swag too. Won't he be to worth a bit up. when he's older? He's got the swag. Sign him up, up, live golf. Boy's favourite golfer? Yeah. Brooks. Brooks Kepka, without a doubt. Easily. Oh, dude. I'm Will Zalatoris. I'm all mm. about his attitude and his persona. Can't I do pop. like I do like DJ. <laughs> I do like DJ. Yeah, he, yeah he's he's, 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 swag about he's got Dilf vibes. Yeah. So does, I've been so using his and honourable mention John Daly. Oh, yeah, come on, he's proper guy. He don't care. Oh, and Cam Smith at the moment. <laughs> yeah, oh, the little, little Aussie, the little, little maestro. I call him the maestro. Right, boys, everyone. Relax. Queensland fan. Queensland We're going to play fan. a game, boys. We are going to play a new segment. Yes. Do we have to go to a break? Um, nah. Let's keep going. Nah, let's, let's keep, keep going. going, mate. This one, boys. We're going to play overrated or underrated. Mm-hmm. I can't find it on my sheet. That's all right, mate. I've got. I've got. I've got them on my son. I've got them here. All right. Okay. Overrated or underrated? First one, Brooks Kepta. Uh, overrated. Overrated or under, underrated? Underrated. Underrated. I reckon overrated. rated. I reckon rated evenly, JJ. He's, he's going to live golf. Who's going to say he's over or under? Here's the thing with live golf, right? He's a great golfer. Here's it's the thing. Rated. And he's, a, right. he's not like... When was the last vibes. time he won? Daddy vibes. When um, was the last time he won? Uh, he hasn't won in a while. He hasn't won majors in a, while, in a couple of years. But he's still there. Here's the thing with Live Golf at the moment, right? And for people that don't know what Live Golf is, go do some research, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't explain it. I thought you were going to say it. It's a different organisation. It's like a different organisation to the PGA, but they're throwing a ridiculous amount of money because it's from the Saudi Arabian and the PGA Super League. PGA have had the monopoly on it forever. Yeah. A little bit of competition, a lot of purists are in the PGA. Let me tell you, it's a no brainer for some people. I've seen a report that Cameron Smith is being offered. I think it was 115 to 150 million, but he still has a five-year exemption to play in the PGA majors because he's just won a tournament. 
So he gets to play That's in the PGA for the next five years till 2027, but he's still getting signed for a yeah, yeah, a nine-figure deal. Still who's play the Tiger Woods who's going to say no to that? A bill. Yeah, got offered a bill. Yeah. Yeah. Right, boy, well, second one. Splendor in the grass slash mud. Or just festivals in general. Overrated. Festivals. What? It depends. Like the one in Newcastle. Festivals? Right. Festivals, I rate. I love I, festivals. I, I rate. But Splendor in the mud yeah. apparently wasn't that great. Exactly. So, and it looked terrible. I've Look, been about two festivals in my life. Being at I the festival festivals. while the band is playing and watching them, great. Getting there, getting home, all of that stuff around it, completely over it. I'm all yeah. about the novelties. RL Grime? Nah. I'm yeah. all about that. Yeah. Oh. But imagine those people that, after oh. that having to stand I, in the mud yeah, in the rain, rain for six hours to get back to the camp that's not showing. Splendor this shit did not look great at all. Nah. That's rank. Nah. Right, boys, nah. moving on. Drake's new album. Um, I like it. Now. Yeah, I think I think I like. I it like too. it now. Rated. At the start, grew on me, boys. Yeah, it grew on me. Yeah, 100%. I'm not going to say it's overrated because it actually wasn't received that well. But I'm not going to say it's underrated. Well, I'll say rated. for it's another not, quick little photography yeah. videography little chat, they put out a video today for Sticky, I believe, is the song. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Theo, yeah. I forgot the guy yeah. last last name. He's Drake's like filmer. Yeah, and he literally has an. Ari film camera and that's what he shoots Drake on just for his content True. not for like a big project Drake gets good? filmed on film just oh, as he's yeah, living yeah. his filmed life on film, yeah. and they use that for um, the film clips but it just came out today and you just can't beat the look okay. of real film and yeah. Drake have to give that yeah. right boys number four spicy food overrated or underrated oh, depends overrated what, depends I hate spicy food oh, it just depends dislike. how much I guess underrated oh, here we go I We're, dislike like, it we're creating little habits. Yeah, in but you're, you're, if you're spicy food, boys. If it's spicy enough, you know it's hot. So is that overrated or underrated? Overrated, underrated. I'm not you looking. Can't taste the food. Yeah, I reckon over if it's too hot. It's you if can't you're going to Nando's. I reckon overrated. I reckon it's rank. It's yeah. rank ass. No. I thought you'd be the opposite. No, no, no. I reckon it's okay. underrated. Mate, I, grew, I grew up on it, but it doesn't mean I have to rate you it. You okay. okay. later. We got underrated. Boys, the TV show Love Island, overrated or underrated? I'm going to be honest straight off the bat. Never seen an episode. Neither never have. I. have but anyone, anyone seen it? I would say overrated. It's a clout. Tex, just Tex you've seen it. You're a heavy my missus, watcher. My missus watches oh, it. Here we go. My Your missus watches it. Oh, I watch okay. it with her. No, the missus no. is with you one day a week. Shout out with no, that. I don't, I don't want to hear it. that. Bradman is the one that watches it 24-7. Oh, please. So what do you think? Overrated? Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Overrated. overrated. Oh, okay. I can't stand it. It's just a clout chasing. Funny one to finish, boys. Up and goes. Underrated, underrated. Yeah, I used to have an up and go every single morning. I still have about three Ca- a week. Caramel up and go, caramel. shut your lips. Uh, yeah, underrated. Yeah, underrated uh, for, for convenience. It's a great way to start the morning. Yeah, probably not, mate. Full of sugar and milk. <laughs> don't matter. Um, <laughs> don't matter. Hey. Don't matter. We up and go. Don't matter. Like, uh, don't matter. You just grind, mate. Chew. Share it. Apple, Spotify, whatever, whatever. YouTube, mate. Subscribe, like, comment, do whatever oh. you got to do. Uh, just get, Pull out, over your car. Natural, like, get out of your car. Oh, no, no, don't, don't get out of it. Pull it over. <laughs> yeah. Put it on Instagram. <laughs> Here we go. Push the share button. <laughs> Tell your friends to listen to it. If there you're you sitting go. at home, get on your phone. There you go. Do the exact same thing. Don't get out of your car. I stuffed no. that one up. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but no, thank you for having us. And also, you can listen to the entire back catalogue of Nights HQ at our website. We've got new episodes dropping first on the app. So if you want to download the app and turn on push notifications, you can be notified the second a new episode drops. As always, thank you very much to our podcast partner, Maxwell Recruitment and Training, for bringing you this episode of the podcast. We will see you on the next one. Get on. Get yeah. on to it. Cheers, lads. Anyway, boys, thanks. Thanks. we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers.
Don't stop listening here. Listen to the entirety of Knights HQ Season 1 at newcastleknights.com.au and don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen.